Hello, and welcome to episode 84 of ERRX, a podcast tailored to your clinical needs. I'm your host, Adis Carrick. It takes one to rock. We've all heard the saying, an easy way to remember dosing rocuronium for RSI. It means that we should give one milligram per kilogram. But what if you have an obese patient? Do you use their actual body weight? Or maybe you ignore all that extra fat tissue and just use an ideal body weight. Or how about using a dose somewhere in between those two and going with an adjusted or a lean body weight? In part one of this mini grand round series, I'll be talking about which body weight to use when dosing rock in the obese patient. That'll branch out into how to dose the rest of our RSI meds in obesity as well. Next time in part two of the series, I'll talk about which milligram per kilogram dose of rock may be the most effective for first pass success, and it may not be the one milligram per kilogram we all thought it was. Rapid sequence intubation, or RSI, involves giving induction agents followed by paralytics to optimize intubation conditions. The two most commonly used paralytics are succinylcholine and rock. Historically, at least at my site, succinylcholine was the heavy favorite, but in the last few years, it seems like the use of rock has been increasing. So much so that at my site, I'd guess that over 90% of intubations in the ER are done using rock, which was the complete opposite when I first started practicing, and no, that wasn't really that long ago. If you remember from a recent Instagram poll I sent out, most of my listeners also prefer rock to succinylcholine. But how do you dose rock in an obese patient? I personally recommend rock be dosed off of an ideal body weight in obesity given its low volume of distribution. So let's go back to Pharmacology 101 for a couple of seconds and review what a drug's volume of distribution means. In rough terms, it tells us the extent to which a drug is distributed into body or fat tissue compared to the bloodstream and extracellular fluid, with a higher volume of distribution meaning a greater amount of tissue distribution and a lower volume of distribution meaning that drug stays mostly in the bloodstream and extracellular fluid. One of the most important factors affecting a drug's volume of distribution is its lipophilicity. If it's a highly lipophilic drug, that means it leaves the bloodstream and distributes out to tissue, typically adipose or fat tissue. If the drug is not lipophilic, in other words, it's hydrophilic, it means the drug tends to stay in the bloodstream. So a highly lipophilic drug has a higher volume of distribution, and a drug that's not lipophilic usually has a lower volume of distribution. If the volume of distribution is low, around let's say 0.1 to 0.4 liters per kilogram, it means the drug tends to hang around in the bloodstream and doesn't distribute out into fat tissue. If the volume of distribution is moderate, somewhere around 0.6 to 5 liters per kilogram, it means the drug is slightly lipophilic and distributes evenly throughout the blood and the tissues. If the volume of distribution is high, like anything greater than 5 liters per kilogram, and sometimes even exceeding 100 liters per kilogram, it means that the drug is very lipophilic and distributes out mostly into fat tissue. Although dosing of meds in obesity is controversial and complex, most experts agree that we should use an ideal body weight or an adjusted or a lean body weight when dosing drugs with a low volume of distribution. This brings us back to rock, with its volume of distribution of only 0.25 liters per kilogram. 
This means that you don't have to take into account an obese patient's entire body weight and all of that extra fat tissue because the drug just won't go there. Rock will tend to stay in the bloodstream, so it makes sense to dose it off of an ideal body weight that largely ignores all that extra fat tissue. So how can you work this into your practice? Try to keep this in mind. For hydrophilic, low volume of distribution paralytics like rocuronium and vacuronium, use an ideal body weight. For moderately lipophilic drugs, which happen to be all of your induction agents like etomidate, ketamine, propofol, and midazolam, use a lean or an adjusted body weight, which will be somewhere between a patient's actual and ideal body weights. Now let's talk about some outliers. Succinylcholine, despite its low volume of distribution, is actually recommended to be dosed off of an actual body weight or an adjusted or a lean body weight, not an ideal body weight. This is because the enzyme that metabolizes it, plasma pseudocholinesterase, is present in higher levels in obese patients. On the flip side, propofol and midazolam are pretty lipophilic and should technically be dosed off of an actual body weight, but we don't do that because at higher doses, both of these agents can cause hypotension, especially in an unstable patient who needs to be intubated. At higher doses, these agents also tend to stick around much longer. That's why in this setting, we should be dosing propofol and benzos off of their adjusted or lean body weights, or even an ideal body weight if you're really worried about hypotension. I know that all of this can be very hard to remember in an intense RSI situation. I'll post a table of RSI meds and their dosing weights onto ERRXpodcast.com and the ERRX Podcast Instagram page for your reference. Another thing you can do is just use an adjusted or a lean body weight for all of your RSI meds in obesity, since that's just much easier to remember. Calculators for determining a patient's ideal, adjusted, and lean body weights can be found on free apps like MDCalc and Calculate by QXMD. So to wrap up, be very mindful when dosing RSI meds in the setting of obesity. Obese patients may weigh twice as much as an average patient, but that doesn't mean they have twice the blood volume. For drugs with low volume of distributions and low lipophilicity that tend to stay in the bloodstream, dosing off of an ideal body weight makes clinical sense and has proven to be safe and effective. This is especially the case if you're intubating with rock. Dosing an obese patient based on their actual body weight can greatly increase the duration of rock, even doubling it. This is one reason why I personally use a soft max dose of 100 milligrams for rock. Using a dose of 1 milligram per kilogram ideal body weight, almost all of your obese patients should do well with this maximum dose, since you'd have to be about 7 feet tall to have an ideal body weight of 100 kilograms. That being said, next time we'll discuss how to best dose rock in obese and non-obese patients. So until the next episode, let's change the saying to it takes one based on ideal body weight to rock. As always, thank you so much for your time and thank you for wanting to learn more about pharmacotherapy. If you have any comments or anything you'd like to add to this episode, please give me a shout out on the ERRX podcast Instagram page or reach out to me on errxpodcast.com. I'd love to respond to all comments and criticisms. I also want to take a second to shout out friend of the pod and one of our stellar past pharmacy residents, Matt, for his very generous donation on buymeacoffee.com. Donations like his help keep the podcast running and free for everyone.
If you'd like to sponsor an episode, the link to donate is super easy to get to. It's linked in the bottom of the episode description wherever you get your podcasts, on YouTube, and on the website. I'll see you next time in part two of this series. (laughs) 